I'm Amos, host of Undaunted, a proud member of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're listening to now. The opinions expressed are those of each individual host. Check out all the other podcasts at GunnaGeekNetwork.com and get ready, because geekiness begins in 3, 2, 1. Stand by for a brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to episode 295 of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. We are five away from 300, and that scares the living crap out of me because it feels like it was just yesterday. We were like, yeah, 200. We're the greatest. Yeah, shit. God, we're almost at 300. That means it's been almost two years since we did 200. Chris, this is a problem. We gotta fire everybody and start over. We do. So let me take a moment here to introduce everyone. Like uh, you heard, I'm Chris. Joining me today, of course, the one, the only, Naki. Hello. And then our uh, our friend, one, Anthony Bachman. Hello. And finally, the man whose face says consensual, Willie D. Nelson. Thank you, but I just found out I'm getting fired. And I don't give consent. What? <laughs> You just said yo, you fire everybody. Oh, yeah. Well, you know. What? Who? Yep. I mean, that's about right for comic book world, right? By now, we'd have like five cast changes. So. Yeah, we should have fired everyone by now. None of the original creators should be here. And we should have a movie coming soon. Yep. Don't worry. Don't worry. I may be fired, but I think you guys going to get a little uh, resume coming in underneath your door from a certain Reverend Willie. Oh. No. Well, I already I already blacklisted that name, so there we go. Yeah. Not <laughs> hired. Mean? Reverend Willie will not get hired. How about the creepy Willie? Oh, that's always so creepy when he does that. I mean, because then I think this guy's creepy. <laughs> and he says it about himself. It's great. <laughs> Complete with uh, new creators trying to make Tim Tom more edgy. I, I don't oh, know. How can Tim Tom be more edgy? He already uterus punched people. He can have knives. We can give him <laughs> red shorts that he can wear on the outside of his pants. Hey, that's like what happened. <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh-huh. 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 So who likes cringy stories? Oh, they're my I favorite. I like cringy stories. Uh-huh. <laughs> so something was brought up on the pre-show that reminded me of this. And I was like, oh, God, I did that, didn't I? Oof. So... Uh, we were talking about koozies, and, and Naki brought up, like, uh, she has some from, you know, people's weddings. Well, this reminded me of a story that uh, my best buddy, Chris, up in Chicago, he, he uh, him and his, uh, he got married, and they had little shot glasses with their name, you know, you know with their names, and the little heart, and, you know, the date, you know, you know little shot glasses for everybody. So I have a couple, they're up in, they're up in my cabinet. Uh, the problem, this happened, you know, it was like, six seven years ago seven years ago problem is i started seeing a girl who was let's just say dated chris for, for about a while not me. but this, this was not me, like by the way. years ago different for about a while oh, yeah, not this chris <laughs> yeah this is 10 years ago they dated so i started seeing her for a bit just recently uh, uh you know within the last year uh we started drinking one night and so i pulled out some shot glasses and of course is with that Chris's shot. <laughs> I was like, oh God, I didn't even see this till afterwards. This is, I should feel very bad. Let me just quickly take that. She didn't see nothing to this, right? That awkward moment know. when. Did she notice did they, though? Ooh, I, fuck if I know. Fuck if I care. 
Uh, and Beam uh, says, did you kiss her above the koozie? I like this person. I'm not going to assume the gender. <laughs> I like this person. And Beam, feel, feel free to uh, throw in your preferred pronouns so we know. Does the and crown just mean they're like on the uh, the, the Twitch like pro thing or something? I believe it means they're Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. I knew it was something. That's why I have a crown. Okay. It is But do you have a flag? No, but I have a video camera next to me, too. I've been listening. Oh, I'll save it for what I'm into. Never mind. And I can also (laughs) make it do things like fancy uh, icons from other things, like the Die in a Fire one. Because it's subscribed to other things. Die in a Fire. Teehee. That's how I hope to go. In a In a fire? In a fiery pit of passion, goddammit. <laughs> Ew. Well, since like Willie, you wouldn't want to do the same. Since Willie's no, grossed I us wouldn't. out, I, I don't I know would, how to segue out. I mean, I feel like that would just leave nothing but terror for the other person. Not assuming that I'm with another person. It's a metaphor. <laughs> just saying. It, it it could really it could really traumatize or if you're with other people not just one person if you're with other people and you die during that like how traumatizing would that be be like well guess i'm never having sex again okay bye but if you're the person that <laughs> dies not, why do you care well i that's true you know You'll be dead. that's why You'll i could, that's why i could never commit suicide because i'd feel bad like have, have somebody having to find my body or something Draftsman, Dras- says. Draftsman, that's exactly how I want to go. Go ahead and tell him, Chris. For for those that missed it, Draftsman had said, I thought that Willie wanted to go out smothered by boobies. I'm sorry, did I not say a fiery pit of passion? Yeah, it, it could work in the same means. situation. Yeah. I mean, I guess somebody would want the, the title of I killed somebody with my tits. All right, another story time. So. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay. He go. has a story based <laughs> off of I killed someone with my tits is what I'm getting out of this. So... I was having consensual sex one day. <laughs> Remember, your face it's, does say consensual. Uh, yeah, so I did literally almost drown or suffocate in uh, in some boobies. There, it, oh my god! I was literally a couple gasps away from not being able to breathe. I was okay with it at the time, but I was like, I probably should really get uh, some air. Better appropriate. I mean, I do like titty side. That, that's a good one. Oh dear. I wish I could put that <laughs> as a title, but I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> MB, yeah. no matter what your gender, my man. Uh, yes. <laughs> so, how about that local sports team? Uh, awkward segue. Live from the ATG and Studios on uh, the internet. It's the news of the week. Normally I do this segue better, but this is the part of the show where we run down what is in our no, minds no. the most interesting geekier nerdy news to have come out in the past week. And yes, I do normally do that segue better. I just can't help it when Willie drops a bomb like that. And I'm like, at exactly 1120, you need the soundbite of you actually yelling awkward segue. <laughs> <laughs> that needs to be a button. All right, I'll find it. <laughs> That's easy. Feel free to clip that on Twitch, folks. <laughs> that one was awesome. <laughs> I, uh, I like I like Draftsman saying, "Well, that's way one way to end an orgy." On the plus side, uh, more people to carry my body. <laughs> and I just want to say, you're welcome for giving you that moment, Chris. Oh, thank Chewing you so much, Willie. I'm glad I have that moment. 
What can I say? I'm amused. I give people their inspiration. What can I say except you're welcome for just me I being? Can't, I can't. I can't sing anything. I'm not gonna <laughs> sing it. I have no idea just, what you would sing. To be the Moana song. You're welcome. It's, it's, it's the oh, Rock singing. You're welcome. I don't remember that. I've seen it one time. It was a. I like the movie, but I don't. Come on, Triple it. H knows Moana songs. Jeez, people. Triple H also uh, has small children. Triple H is fucking fantastic. Wait, that dude Triple H is no- a father? Yeah. 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 Even that's I how know you, that. That's how you lock down the boss's daughter. You knock her up. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> legit married to Stephanie McMahon and has like well, two mean, kids with her. He's well, I mean, legit one of the smartest people in wrestling ever. <laughs> well, from what I heard, Macho Man Randy Savage tried the same thing just a couple of years before he should have. <laughs> yeah, Macho Man did. <laughs> well, in all fairness, Macho Man was probably high on coke that decade. So... <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it was the 80s. Everyone was high on coke? Pretty much. I mean, I'm pretty sure my mom was when I was born. Triple H I'm was kidding. children, according to <laughs> Sailor Poland. Now, Triple actually, H did a Disney movie, didn't he? Did he? Or a few. Well, he did a Blade movie, so I guess technically that's a Disney movie now. Well, yeah. no, I mean, like, he did no, like, a, a small kid's movie, and he did another movie where, like, he was the dad of a kid getting out of jail and, like, had to save people on a school bus. Yeah, like, he's I actually done. It on Netflix. Yeah. He's actually done like movies with kids, besides one where he's a giant vampire. Yeah, he tried to follow The Rock to that acting path. It didn't work out so well for him. Yeah, well, not that I good. mean, he's he's not as charming as The Rock is either. It's I his mean, face, isn't it? He did a Scooby Doo flick, and it's the Chaperone, according to the chat room. That was the yeah, name. The chaperone. chaperone. There we go. Yep. Yeah, I keep seeing. It. I remember seeing him like. They yeah, just lean pop behind him. It wasn't awful. It was better than Batista's first couple of movies, but that's hey, not saying I'm sorry. The Man with the Iron Fist is a great movie. Batista's <laughs> acting in it is not good. Justin, I don't remember it. <laughs> Justin says it must be odd to be that kid if your dad is the guy that used to battle the rock in the ring. His dad is the guy who drove around in a tank telling people to suck it. <laughs> we got two uh, words for you. Uh-huh. Suck it. Yeah, I was gonna say with uh, with X Pac. I remember. I remember that time. That, that group. Degeneration. Yeah, yeah that's those nice. kids are gonna grow up with parents <laughs> who on live TV did a marriage where dad drug or drugged mom and took her through an L- a Las Vegas uh, wedding chapel and married her and then took her home. Well, and keep in like, mind that like six months before that, <laughs> mom was also put on a cross by the Undertaker and almost yeah. sacrificed to his dark gods. So <laughs> to be fair, this was the yeah. early 2000s. This it was, was a wild time of the Wild West. <laughs> when these kids start watching wrestling, there's going to be some weird shit for them to see about their parents. They can also see dad pre-steroids and post-steroids. Yeah, no I'm shit. sorry. Whoa, whoa, I don't. No, no, no. Nothing of their parents matters when their grandfather is Vince McMahon and all the shit he's done. That's true. That's true. I mean, you can't. That's, that's, that is a very fair point right there. He's about to bring back the XFL, supposedly. Oh, oh you, what? Is that your news of the week? No, it's not my <laughs> news of the week. This is old news. I can try and find it if you want. This blows my fucking mind. No one did that. All right, so I'll try and find. It was entertaining, and last time we got a couple of good things for it. Those cameras that go flying across stadiums now and get those really good shots, those came from the XFL. He invented that shit. I, the only yeah. thing that would surprise me more than that coming back would just be like, if he's bringing back that bodybuilding federation thing. Uh, <laughs> the only person who could do that is Arnold. Let well, me know. He actually did have a wrestling type federation for bodybuilders. Oh. But yeah. like I said, only Arnold yeah. could do that. I don't even know if he could. 
I don't. I, I was so for some reason I was on. I was on an old like bodybuilding like site and like what bodybuilders used to how they used to work out versus how they work out now, which is actually fairly similar just now with more safety features um, type thing. But so it was just looking at bodybuilders like so I was just flipping through the pictures at one point and I'm looking at bodybuilders bodies and holy crap, there's so many muscles that you don't see when you're just like a regular person. Yeah. Also, their heads are so tiny, and how do they scratch them? Because they got muscles in the way. They can't. All right, guys, <laughs> I'll replace my news of the week with this one. Uh, thank you, MBM, for putting it out in the chat room, but I've also got it on I was just spin. kidding. This might be nothing. It seems to have started with a rumor circulating among wrestling types on social media, but it has been reported that Vince McMahon may be relaunching the XFL. Uh, What's the quote? Uh, WWE spokesman reached out to Deadspin with the exact quote saying, Vince McMahon has established and is personally funding a separate entity from WWE alpha entertainment to explore investment opportunities across the sports and entertainment landscapes, including professional football. Mr. McMahon has nothing further to announce at this time. Plus there was something along the lines of renewing some of those XFL trademarks and things like that. So it could very well come back. The XFL. Yes. Yeah. This is more uh, interesting than your original news of the week. (laughs) Well, of course, I don't know. I liked his news. I liked his news of the week. What, Willie? Not everybody can hate on everything like you do. I don't hate on everything. I just don't find as much interest in Star Wars. So, so here's where we can also think it might be coming back. Uh, I guess on December 15th, WWE filed a new He Hate Me trademark. Remember, oh, Rod, what? He Hate Me Smart oh, was wow. one of the most popular players in the XFL. Oh, yeah, because they yeah. could put anything Shit. they want on their back. You could, right? have, yeah. Yeah. You could have trash-talking nicknames on your jersey instead I of your actual name. I remember that. Yeah, and he hate me was probably the most famous person in the XFL just because I mean, yeah, that was what was on his jersey was he hate me. <laughs> I, I did know, watch so- the XFL. I was a dumb kid who liked wrestling. What can I say? Well, clean clean pup says I want to see Enel Amore back in Jersey, but I don't know who that is. Isn't that a wrestler? It's Enzo Amore, I think, yeah. is who you might be referencing, but I'm not sure. Hmm. I'm not sure. I didn't I never watched the XFL. I don't like I used to be into football and then I just kind of fell out of football and then, but football and wrestling never can co- coincide. I will say <laughs> this. From what Sailor me in the chat room today. Why he hate me? Just put Kaepernick on the back. Uh, now just be oh. fair. Oh. <laughs> to be fair with uh, Sailor Poland oh. said, uh, let's just see the rejects from a league and play in a, in the games. That is the actual basis of my favorite sports movie of all time. The replacements. That movie is so yeah. good. Well, it's just because it's the best movie of all time. Uh, it's not the best Keanu, sports movie of all time. Keanu is not my Keanu is not my favorite favorite, but he's he's up there. I I, I like Keanu. He also John does some Favreau. really bad stuff in there though too. Not in, not yeah. in the replacement. He's he's got some really bad movies in his in his uh. But you know, here's yeah. the thing about Keanu. I can respect him because <clears throat> a he's supposedly one of the nicest dudes in Hollywood. B he just does whatever he wants to do and is a complete professional about it. And see, yeah. he's making the John Wick movies right now, which are some of my favorite action movies of this era. Yeah, they're super good. But the so I love that he still takes the subway because you'll see people like post on like Reddit or or Imager or whatever as Keanu Reeves sighting where he just he just takes the subway to work every day because like why would he not mm-hmm. take the subway to work every day? It's there. Wait, what? You know where does he go to work? Where can you go in a subway to get to a movie shoot? Well, New York. He's not always all over too. the island of Manhattan. What else does he? What else is his job? Well, I mean, he might have investments or something like that. <gasps> Sailor Poland. 
Oh, he's going to make some enemies with that one. I am sorry. No, it's nowhere near as great. Nowhere near as good as Major League or Slapshot. But it's great. I mean, I was going to say, like, Major League and Slapshot are also really good. Like, I I don't have a whole list of movies or how I rank them, but I like all of those. Like, you can have more than one. It's okay. I would give you a nod if you said The Sandlot, but Jesus Christ. Oh, I love The Sandlot. Come on, man. You didn't mention Major League. You're automatically going to lose for sports comedies. (laughs) I, I mean, I do enjoy League. Major League. And if if you're talking sports Major movies in general, wait, if you're talking sports movies in general, you have to say Field of Dreams also. If you take the comedy aspect Field of Dreams. Never seen and the original The Longest Yard. Uh, Caddyshack, Ca- Sailor Pullen says as well. Uh, Keanu Golf Reeves. is not a sport. Caddyshack Jasmine, 2 is better. Jasmine says uh, Keanu Reeves has good and bad movies in the same franchise. Two of them that I could think of off the top of my head. The Matrix. And Bill and Ted, the, the second Bill and Ted movie. Yeah. Blasphemy. Wait, what What are you saying? It's good or it's bad? I didn't hear the first part. Of course it's good. Both those the movies second, are awesome. I said the second Bill and Ted movie. It's not good. It is they good. They beat death at chess. And Dejan. That movie's fucking great. Dejan. No. Best two out of three. No. That movie was awesome. You were wrong. No, they fight wrong. robot evil usses. Like, that's fucking fantastic. No, you give me the first movie any day over the second one. Well, now that I finished my news because I changed it as a request of Willie <laughs> D. Nelson, I'm gonna say Naki, take it away. Uh, so my Boy. news will also bring in some interesting conversation. I hope. Um, so on January 18th was it 18th? No, 16th. 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 Uh, YouTube uh, creator blog and email. An email went out to all the creators and they're saying 2017 was a tough year for many of you. Two adpocalypses. Um, they're uh, changing their partnership program uh, for monetization and uh, guidelines for AdSense. So uh, basically what they're, what they're doing is they're selling creators who only make like a hundred bucks a month. They do it as a side project or whatever. You're not going to get it anymore. Um, so what the, it's 4,000 hours or 1,000 subscribers within a thir- 12, 12 month period or 30 or 30 days. 12 months. I have the email right here because I, I received it. Okay. Um, so if you're making less than $100 a year per channel, uh, you're not going to make that anymore. Um, basically, what they're saying is hang on, I got a cough. Yeah, 4,000 hours of watch time. Thank Total you. Total or uh, annually? Uh, within the past 12 months and 1,000 subscribers. Right. So I, yeah. So there goes my thirteen dollars. Well, I, mean, I guess I, I still need to put that in so I can get so, that thirteen dollars. I mean, the basic basically what they're saying is that if you're a small time creator, we're not going to pay you anymore until you're actually worth paying. Um, and what they're saying is they're going to keep the ad revenue they're still getting off of you, and you're not going to get anything for it. Right. <laughs> and it's and it, oh, it's both. Sorry, I misread. It's both four thousand hours and one thousand subs. And you also um, had 30 days to do all, to rectify all this. So on February 20th of 2018. Right. And it's just so basically what they're saying is people like Logan Paul and PewDiePie, the shock channels, um, you're not going to get a slap on the wrist because because uh, YouTube still loves you. Don't worry. Don't worry, guys. Um, uh, Logan Paul, he, they've been they said we're, we're done with him. Yeah, but he's still like I still see him everywhere. That hasn't. You've that got hasn't to blame other people for that. It, it, that hasn't stopped, and that's the thing that just because they cut him off now doesn't stop everything. He it doesn't stop all of his previous videos. 
from getting monetization. It doesn't stop his. So he's still making money off of the residuals. Like that doesn't stop all of that. And then he still gets all the ads. Like that still doesn't stop. He still gets paid the ad revenue. So they're they're not taking him off his chan the channel or anything like that. So that's that. There's so and plus he got a boost of like eighteen hundred subscribers from the last shock video. Eighteen hundred awful garbage people. Whoa, 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 no, 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 no. He he's getting eighteen thousand daily. What are you talking about? That's that's on a low day. That's after that fucking th- video came yeah. out. Uh, Sorry, my bad. 18,000, not 1,800. And then it shot right back up to 80,000. Add all of those people to your list, Willie. (laughs) (laughs) Two billion is a whole lot easier number with with that. So the channels that this really affects is animators, um, instructable channels, because instructable channels don't actually get like a whole lot of views because they only upload like maybe once a week. Um, Once a week channels. So like film theorists, game theorists that although they're already like they're already, you know, they've already passed it. So they're okay, But like that could really suffer if they only continue on the once a week schedule. Um, uh, people who do the, uh, you know, um, who are editors for like that. So I follow this one girl who she does really high quality videos. She uh, uploads once a week, um, but she also on the side edits for other high quality video, other channels, but they're going to have to let her go because they're losing their revenue because they don't have the 4,000 watch hours or whatever. Uh, or four, yeah, four thousand watch hours. So um, it's basically like you have to upload an hour's worth of videos a day for, and it's it's a really screwy system if you're using YouTube at all for money. Um, I suggest I put the I did put the letter in the in the show notes so you can see what it is. Um, if you want the show notes, go to bit.ly/slash/atgn295. I mean, to be you, fair, yeah. the four thousand hours of watch time—that's not that. That's not a hard. It's, it's, that's that's combined. Everyone watching, like I passed that, but I don't have the thousand subscribers because one of my videos is only a minute long, but it has twenty nine thousand views. Right. Well, that's the thing is that like if if you're only making five minute videos, if you're an animator, at, that shit takes time. Like you know, and and you don't have that much time that you you only have a month to fix your shit. Well, in that month, can you really fix that if you're an animator? You can't really. It's it's really hard be really impressive if you did it but pretty much what we're saying is google stop fucking up with this shit well i mean and here's the problem you're gonna run into now is if i'm a content creator where else do i go the place for user-generated content predominantly everyone thinks of is youtube i I can stream stuff on other sites like i can stream things to twitch i can stream things to mixer to all sorts of other places but if i want to put my content out there i still have to go to youtube because that's where the most eyes are regardless of whether I'm going to make money off of it or not. So I think this is going to push more and more people to a, uh, a user support method like Patreon or whatever comes to replace Patreon if they screw up and change their format again, because that's a way people can say, okay, look, I want to support you for the content you provide me. I don't care that you only put out one video once a week that's 20 minutes long that tells me how to do something. I find that that's high quality. I find that there's merit to it. So I'm going to go on your Patreon and give you a five bucks a month or something like that you might start seeing people push more towards that. And remember, there's also a rumor that YouTube wanted to do their own Patreon-like platform built into YouTube. So maybe that's more what this is starting to push things towards. I hope not. I don't know. I mean, there's also... So there's Dailymotion and Vimeo, which are two 
um, other video services. But the thing that YouTube has is the branding. They've got the branding, they've got the Google, they've got the advertisers. And they're built into everything. Because um, remember, they've made a big point of the fact that with all these uh, Internet of Things, smart home automation and Chromecast and stuff like that, it's so easy just to throw YouTube up on your TV. It's right. like the click the of a button and there. YouTube's there. Yep. Then they did that on purpose. So what they so and Clean Pup says the says the correct thing. YouTube is going to be very cookie cutter format with no new ideas, and that's correct because people don't want to create something that isn't going to be seen. People want to if people are making videos, they want people to see their videos. It's not like people make videos to hide their videos, you know. So it's it's interesting that they that they chose to go this route. What we're going to see is basically network TV on YouTube is my guess because they already started with Good Mythical Morning. Um, you know, YouTube buyout. Well, I don't know if YouTube bought them or something. I don't know what happened there, but they're they're suddenly uh, four videos long instead of just one video, and uh, like it's just it's it's much bigger than what it used to be. Like now they've got guests on all the time and all this stuff, and they've got this YouTube branding in their corner. So <clears throat> I don't know if I don't. It's just um. It's interesting to see if if they're just killing off their their smaller creators because they don't want to pay them. Um, but honestly, you're going to lose out on a lot of talent. I think that way though too. There's a lot of talent out there, and it's more than just what we know. So Sailor Paul had some info on Vimeo. He said it doesn't exactly monetize. They have tip jars. Uh, the chat room just scrolled. Sorry. They have tip jars, but not advertising. Plus, if you want the high-quality visuals, you have to pay 50 bucks a year. He said it's basically for indie filmmakers and vloggers. So, Not vloggers. Not vloggers, excuse me. I misspoke. So, yeah, I mean, the, the problem is YouTube's built up this massive engine, and there's not a great alternative out there until something starts attracting those eyes outside of it. And it's tough to do because... As much as we might decry some of the cookie cutter content that's there, it draws a lot of eyes. And once people are in the ecosystem, they don't leave easily. It's true. Um, if Amazon decides to go after that and connect it to Twitch, it would be de- uh, devastating. Uh, yeah, I mean, so, uh, Amazon's got game. more money than God right now, and they own Twitch. We always remember, we always forget that when we're talking about it. We stream on Twitch. Amazon owns them, and they have made a big point since the acquisition of trying to grow Twitch to make it in its own special platform and compete with YouTube. If they start doing a lot more non-live stuff but curated video and things like that, I think it's possible Facebook's not the answer. Because uh, like Sailor Poland said, has its own problems, not with least of which is their terms of service. And their advertising model blows. If you've ever watched a Facebook video, you get to watch half the video, then they run a 10-second ad in the middle of the video, and you go back to it. It's the worst thing in the world. Take you mean the whole point? YouTube has started doing that too because I watch so I, I watch Game Grumps. Um, it'll give me an ad at the beginning and then I'll get halfway through the video and then I'll have an ad and then I'll get the rest of the video. Uh, see, I have YouTube red right now. So because I have Google Music, so I never notice any of that. Just like the ads on um, Twitch, I don't get because I have Amazon Prime. So if someone was complaining about ads on Amazon Prime. I was like, I mean, Twitch rather. I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, oh, yeah, you get an ad if you're not a Prime subscriber. Uh, Fire or Druin, I'm sorry if I said that wrong, said they have implemented the great American business ideal. If you're not growing, you're dying. And now it's quite literally grow or die. And they're not wrong. Um, That's exactly what it is. Uh, So grow your platform in a month. If you want to if you want to become monetized on YouTube, you need to grow your platform in a month or until February 20th. I kind of get the feeling they're going to have to revisit this decision a little further down the line because. Uh, what I've noticed on YouTube is they tend to revisit things when they do- when it doesn't work, and this is something I just kind of foresee 
not working quite how it's anticipated or what they're trying to do here, which seems to be drive things for the same kind of content. Maybe it gets revisited down the line. I'm not sure. It's just, it's one of those things where YouTube is not great with communications at all, which we, we've all heard and seen many times at Logan Paul most recently. Um, but the, I think the thing is, is that now they have their money, so they don't need to care about their creators anymore. Oh, and Sailor Poland says, why would they? They haven't revisited either Adpocalypse, and it's true. Neither of those were ever really addressed. It was just like, well, figure it out. Yeah, I'm, it's something they're going to have to address. And again, the problem we run into, like we talked about here, is there's no great alternative right now unless Amazon throws a ton of money into changing Twitch about stuff, changing, changing Twitch around to be a more direct competitor for non-live content. Right. So we'll see what happens. We'll try and keep up to date as much as possible. That's not me farting. That's my chair. Sure it is. Mm -hmm. Uh, So what I found out from all this is I need 953 more subscribers. So come on, everybody. Follow South Fork at YouTube. (laughs) Well, I mean, no joke. He's real close. The uh, the Gunna Geek YouTube channel, we wouldn't qualify for that. We've got the 4,000 hours watched easy, but we think I think we have less than 400 subscribers currently. So we wouldn't qualify for any of their monetization stuff, even if we are attempting it, which we're not. I'm a subscriber. But if you, I'm a subscriber. <laughs> and no, that oh, wasn't. I, 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 silence. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I, I wasn't be, trying to shame. I wasn't trying to shamelessly plug right there. <laughs> I didn't realize how that sounded. <laughs> that wasn't my. Intent. But you did. Oops. Oops. Everybody, throw your throw your uh, your your YouTube names in the chat. Well, we'll all subscribe to each other. It'll be great. Cross subscriptions or something like that. <laughs> I need 974 <laughs> subscribers. Can we do it? Yes, we can. <laughs> <laughs> Band together, fans. We can do this. I don't think there's a thousand of us. I don't think there are either. But don't there's, ruin there's my tens dream. Tens of us. There's tens of us, Willie. How many tens would you say? There's there are how many people watching live right now? We have nine people watching live currently, so we've got that going for us. Why are you not doing something better with your Sunday morning? Shut up, Willie. It's Willie. It's me of better things for a Sunday morning. This is morning. why you're fired. This not, is not why only you're is fired, he not Willie. helpful, he's actually trying to shame the audience. <laughs> this is why you're fired, Willie. Okay, I am subscribed to Gunna Geek and it's under 400. Yeah, I thought it was. I wasn't 100% sure. Yeah, 380 subscribers right now. I think the good. Well, you know what? Go if ahead. anything, M-Beam, you got my vote. Because you're my man. Well, Willie, why don't you tell us what your news is now, too? All right, so uh, so raise your hands if you know how much I think Nintendo is fucking up on everything. Aren't they sending out cardboard cutout things now or something? That's exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. Oh, Nintendo nice. Labo. Is that what the fuck they're called? Yes, <laughs> Labo. I'm not sure if that's the final thing or that's just all this just working title. Whatever. No, it's... But they are releasing it, of course, on 420. Great job, Nintendo. Same thing with Super Troopers 2, though. Oh, yeah. But I think Super Troopers knows what they're doing. I think Nintendo's like, we just picked a date. Oh, shit. But, um, yeah, Labo. Pretty much, it's they send, I'm guessing they're going to send you out. They mail these cardboard flat pieces and you pop them out and you build something to put your Switch. What is that thing called? Just the screen part. Does that have a certain name, Chris? Tell it's me. It's just the Switch itself versus well, the, the Switch. Joy-Cons. 
Yeah, and then you put the Joy-Cons elsewhere, and then you move the whole thing around. Like, there's one where there's a fishing thing on it, and it has a string attached to the where the screen goes. And I was like, this is just dumb. Like, why, why are they doing this? Why? Why, Nintendo? This is useless. You're not the target audience, though. But you know who the target audience probably is? Kids? Probably Japanese people. And... Uh, I don't. I don't really know of uh, a lot of Japanese culture. Uh, you know the fine details of, but don't they really don't have like a lot of space in their homes? You're not like a thing. Mm-hmm. So where are they going to put all this crappy, shitty cardboard at? Well, it looks like it folds up. I mean, it becomes yeah. relatively. But they small. used to have a pile of cardboard just in your closet. Willie, really, I had worse things in my closet when I was a kid. There were so many Legos <laughs> and broken toy sets and stuff like that in there. The cardboard would have been the simplest thing out of it i mean honestly this is like lego mindstorm revisited for the modern day basically because i remember that crap from elementary school which was we're gonna go build this stuff and we're gonna use the computer programs to make it do things and that's what this this labo stuff is i thought you were going way worse with that when you said i had worse things in my closet as a kid chris i was like how many (laughs) porn mags did you have in there there's the internet why would i need magazines when you were a kid there's still the internet well, I know, but I didn't. It was just it. dial-up, was no so good it was inconvenient. Internet. Inconvenient? There was no video back then. But there were pictures, like damn me, it. <laughs> there were pictures. I have a terrible imagination. And pictures are just only do so well. Like, oh, that's a titty. M-Beam is correct. Technically, fleshlights are toys. How did we get to this from Legos? I don't know, but you can play with them. They're adult toys. God damn it, Anthony. God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> <sighs> so we have a good what time. was the price on this? Was 80 bucks, yeah. Willie, for the Labo stuff? Oh, like I did research on that, how much it is. Does it cost <laughs> money? That's Are what you telling me it costs money? I, I was yeah. softballing you right there. Yes, it cost 80 bucks for the for, for the cardboard and the game. Can we just have a gif of, of this from Willie? <laughs> oh, fuck is nintendo smoking oh it's getting released on 420 i know what they're yeah. smoking so apparently it's it was high are you fucking they're charging money for this 80 bucks <laughs> oh my god this is the <laughs> worst idea ever let me see if this i can is even worse from like oh you like how i dig when he sounds well, I mean, let, let's be honest, though, Willie. It's Nintendo. They throw stuff up against the wall and see what sticks. And let's be honest. We are not the target demographic. A bunch of people who are 30 and older, this is not who they're building that for. They're building it for kids that are, say, about 14 and younger who are interested in making and building their own things, who like to watch the YouTube channels. They're all about maker places and things like that, that like love the tested channel as they do Adam Savage's One Day Builds and things like this. this yeah, because is- they got $80 to spare. Their parents do. Kids are going to ask for this kind of stuff probably because it seems like something fun. It's the concept of build something and you make it do cool things. I mean, Lego sets growing up. That's what it was for me. Connector set. What was it? Erector connector sets. I can't remember what they're called. There was all sorts of stuff like that. This is just another take on it. Nintendo saying, hey, look, we can make this work with the Switch. So now you have a video game element of it, too. Do I think it's going to sell gangbusters? Absolutely not. Do I think it's interesting and the kids will enjoy it? Probably. I'll bet yeah, you between my four it. nephews, one of them's going to get this for their birthday this year. All right, I'm going to defend myself a little bit from Low Life Attack. No, I don't think it should be free, but eighty bucks? Are you serious for cardboard? Well, uh, most for games cardboard. are cardboard. Really, most games are sixty bucks for cardboard. 
So Legos are just plastic. Like What's your point? Do I look like I love jumping in boxes? <laughs> yes. Do you see my little pointy ears? Do I go hippity hop? I don't think so. <laughs> that's, a, that's a super trooper reference. So I understand where you're coming from. But again, I'll remind you, you are not the target audience for this. You're not the target audience for the Switch either, really, Willie. They're targeting more of a younger demographic. It's typically Yeah, because they got no good games, except for one or two. Well, I can think of two off the top of my head right now. <laughs> I can think of one you're thinking of. What's the second one? Legend of Zelda and Mario Odyssey. I don't, I don't, Mario Odyssey, eh, I don't know. Splatoon 2 is on the Switch, isn't it? That is correct. Oh, God, you're not going with Splatoon 2. My buddy and his kids fucking love that game. They play Do I look like your buddy and his kids? No, that's why Chris is right. You're not the target audience, dumbass. (laughs) Kids love the Switch and the games that are on it because Nintendo locked down the kid market. That's what they've done for fucking decades now. They don't try to get the adults. That's why, that's why the Wii U worked really well. Well, nobody disputes that the Wii U worked really yeah. well, Willie. Like I mean, the let's Wii be honest. sold a whole lot of fucking units for oh, what no, was one quarter the power of the other two systems that were out at the time and cost probably one-tenth the make. Let's remember, on this show, I was one of the people that said the Wii U sucked and Nintendo really needs to revisit what they're doing. I'm not sure if this whole Switch thing is going to take off. I was wrong. I bought one. I love my Switch. I play a bunch of stuff on it. I play a bunch of stuff Nintendo's done. I play a bunch of the indie stuff like Stardew Valley that's been ported over there. There's some great ports. There's some great original games, and they're expanding their horizons on it. And from a Nintendo's point of view, this Nintendo Labo thing is just the next Toys to Life kind of uh, risk that people are taking. Yes, Toys to Life has predominantly failed too, but it went gangbusters for two or three years. So Nintendo's taking a chance. They've got the cash to take those chances now. That's the big thing. Now, uh, I will agree with uh, Fiery Druid. Let's go with that. Yeah, yeah, you can do awesome shit with cardboard, but but not eighty. But eighty dollars to do some cool shit with cardboard—that's what. That's more like twenty bucks because you're paying sixty for the game. Yes, I'm sure this game is going to be worth sixty bucks and not just like a budget title. Willie, did you ever do any Lego Mindstorm stuff? Back when you were a kid, that kind of stuff. It was actually what the hell is Lego Mindstorm? It was the kind of stuff where you (laughs) built Lego sets and you plugged them into computers and you programmed them to do different things. And there were motors and battery packs to make it do stuff. That sounds awesome, but that's also a lot of additional stuff that makes it worth it. All right, and let's go to the chat room for a second. I see, and honestly, what's worse, this or the EA Battlefront 2 BS? I would rather see people (laughs) take chances like this versus tossing more microtransaction crap everywhere. Here, I'm going to give you two really shitty uh, options here. You choose one. I, but no, I don't. I'm, I'm neither. How's that? Fuck them both. They both need to burn in hell. <laughs> and I buy Battlefront too. I agree. M Beam. He says for eighty bucks, I could buy two Raspberry Pis in cases, and make something more useful. Yeah, but this is. This is the whole first taste is free kind of thing. Nintendo's like, here's your first taste into building these kind of things and getting you interested in being a maker. And then maybe they'll do version two of this to get people more interested. But this is the whole, here's your first step towards building things and writing programs and figuring out how to construct things to do these kind of things. (gasps) This motherfucker here. Are you serious, low life? (laughs) Jesus Christ. What the hell are you so mad about? You got to remember, this is a podcast. He's mad that VR is a fad and it's going to fade away like 3D TVs. Already, so Willie's angry. It's not going to fade away. Yeah, Uh, fairly positive it's going to fade away. So yeah, I remember using a VR Game Boy back in the day. I had a Virtual Boy. I still have it. Oh my god! 
Don't you know those things cause brain cancer? Like, get rid of that fucking thing. It does. <laughs> Let me play some more of it now. <laughs> so for those of you that are listening to the podcast, what you missed is Lola if we talk in the <laughs> chat room. Could be worse. Nintendo could have thrown their hand into the VR fad. And they won't go back to Virtual Boy. No way, according to Sailor Poland. Damn it, Sailor Poland. Why'd you have to put that image in our head? That's awful. MV, I love this. <laughs> Look out your damn window. There you go. Instant VR. <laughs> yeah, the graphics are great. It's true. Yeah. They're so real life. Uh-huh. So realistic. <laughs> yeah, but the problem is when I take a gun in a VR game and point right at me. It's like, oh, it's part of the game. Boom. Oh, look, I'm in another world. It doesn't really work that way. In- I mean, it could. Have you died recently? <laughs> oh, no. Hey, let's go ask Kurt Cobain. Hey. I said recently. Yeah, he's been dead for 20 years. And Willie with his recent fucking references. References? No. Uh, references. <laughs> Well, on that note, time for bed, guys. Bye. <laughs> just woke up. You were just in a bed with a cat on you. I know. I couldn't move. <laughs> well, before you go to bed, don't forget Anthony's got his news to run down. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah, right. allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can we just add that word to everything we say after the end? No. I, I think it's implied with the show. Allegedly, things good and nerdy. <laughs> Willie is the face of... <laughs> allegedly... <laughs> Okay, for those of us that follow him on uh, Twitter and uh, Instagram, we had already known this for a while, but it has been officially announced that Dan Slott is leaving Amazing Spider-Man and moving over to Iron Man, which his new tweet was funny. He said, I'm taking the hyphen with me, and it's now going to be Iron hyphen man. Nice. Just, 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 you know, fucking with people. But yeah, uh, Dan Slott had, um, he's been the, he started off as one of the co-writers of Brand New Day, on Amazing Spider-Man, see, 546 was issue one of the Brand New Day special after they undid uh, the J. Michael Straczynski stuff. What they're leading up to is going to be a storyline that ends in Amazing Spider-Man 800 and 801 with the introduction of the new Red Goblin. In that time, the other uh, during the Brand New Day stuff, there were four writers four or five writers on spider-man because they were doing the title weekly they had amazing spider-man was coming out every single wednesday and so there were multiple writer artist teams that basically cycled through the book so each writer artist was still working on a monthly schedule but the book itself was coming out weekly the other writer artist teams fell off and it ended up being just dan slot and since then including you know superior spider-man spider-verse all the other big arcs and storylines and stuff but since 546 uh, Dan Slott has been the writer on Spider-Man for over a decade now, and he's pretty much locked down every every like record you could set as a writer for a length of time on a character. And he he had he has mentioned now that regretfully the only one he wasn't going to be able to beat was Brian Michael Bendis because they put this together in 2014. Dan Slott knew that he would be leaving after issue 800. And so they already had all these plans in the work to end his Spider-Man run and for him to move on to a different character. And then just two months ago, Brian Michael Bendis announced he's leaving Marvel and going exclusive with DC. And so he will no longer be writing uh, Miles Morales Spider-Man. So the only title that Dan Slott doesn't have as a Spider-Man writer is the person who's written the most Spider-Man issues. Because Brian Michael Bendis started with Ultimate Spider-Man number one over 250 issues ago. And so Dan Slott figured that wasn't a title he could ever beat because Bendis was never going to go away. And of course, now Bendis has gone away, but it's too late. The top contract's already done. So yeah, there's there's one Spider-Man writing title that Dan Slott doesn't have. 
But yeah, he's he's leaving after one of the longest runs in comics history when he hits issue 800. And yeah, it's just it's insane. The guys put up basically 300 issues in a row on one character and wrote some crazy ass stories, including basically the first story where a major hero lost. He wrote the story that led into Superior Spider-Man where Doc Ock beat Peter Parker and stole his body. Like, whether you like Superior Spider-Man or not, it's fucking fantastic that he wrote a story where the main hero lost. Very few writers could do that. And then, of course, you know, everything's second act. Nothing could be third act. They have to eventually bring it back to a status quo. But the fact that, he, you know, he's written some of my favorite stuff. I'm I'm excited to see what he's going to do with Iron Man. It's weird because I think I might actually have to put Iron Man back on my poll list, which I didn't think I'd ever be doing that again. But, yeah, Dan Slott is just he's one hell of a writer. And, yeah, his, his resume now is it was already huge. But adding in this giant chunk over a decade of Spider-Man comics is just insane. So, yeah, it's 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 going to be a big change at Marvel now with yeah, Bendis has left. Dan Slott's moving off Amazing Spider-Man. I'm also interested to see who's going to be on there because I have issues 500 through 700, whatever we're at now, heading up to 800. Or actually, I think I have 400 and above. So I've got the last 300 plus issues of Amazing Spider-Man in sequence. So I'm excited to see who's going to be taking over that next just because it will be cool to see fresh blood on there. Straczynski's uh, Spider-Man was a real, real crazy thing where he introduced Ezekiel and the Totem Hunters and all the people that they ended up fighting in the Spider-Verse. You know, getting getting new fresh blood on it, we all give us some new, new cool stuff. And then um, there was one other piece of big comic news this week. For some people, it's big news. Other people don't care. But a lot of the classic artists and writers are real happy. Uh, DC's giving Spider-Man his shorts or Superman his shorts back, so Great he will no shorts. longer. Yeah, he will no longer be uh, a Kryptonian in a blue onesie. He will have his underwear on the outside like he's supposed to. And I'm excited because he doesn't look like Superman without him. Can I, I still mean, wear my blue onesie? Well, yeah, you can. You're not Superman. You, yeah, you're goddamn right. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> that was just a, such a defeated, you goddamn right. <laughs> you. Why are you so mm. defeated, Willie? What's wrong? Because he's not Superman. Uh, I, MB, I got nothing. Uh, sorry to sorry to pull away from your your news of the week, Anthony. But M Beam has been writing a song in the chat room. Um, <laughs> it keeps going. It just keeps going, and I was gonna sing it, but I, I kind of want to wait and see how far it goes. So I might uh, just write it down for next week. Yeah, just and, copy uh, and paste it out of the chat room. And there you go. It. Yep. And uh, we'll we'll have a, a nice little recording for you next week, M Beam, or me just singing it in the pre-show. I'm not I'm not sure. And this is a house oh. of bullshit. Oh, he says uh, they say they're done. So, all right, hang on. My voice is kind of cracking yeah. right now because I've been coughing. But I don't know who this Embiid person is, but I like him. <laughs> My man. Is this real life or is it HDTV? Caught in a <laughs> landslide, no escape from reality. Open your eyes, look at the window and see... I'm just a poor boy. I need no big TV because I'm easy come, easy go. Everywhere that Willie goes, any way the wind blows, doesn't really matter to pee, to pee. Mama just killed a man, put a Nintendo in her head. Pull the trigger, Ducky's dead. Mama, life has just begun. 
but now I've gone and thrown my VR away. <laughs> God dying. You missed the word zapper, so you actually put a Nintendo in her head. <laughs> that sounds so much more painful. <laughs> you take this Nintendo, God damn it. <laughs> I'll fucking beat you to death with it. <laughs> Still dying. Hang on. Wait, wait, wait. Is it a top loader or is it the old uh, little open door Nintendo? Oh, open door. Classic, classic. Okay, yeah. Sorry, Jesus I was, Christ. I had Knocky to stagger yourself I, to death. I, Worse than brain cancer. I was, I was holding that coffin so long after the gut to pee part that it just kind of came out all at the end. And that's why I skipped Zapper because I'm like, I got to get to the end. Shit. I'm going to die. <laughs> Wait, did you actually pee a little bit? No, no, no. <laughs> that was good, though. That was funny. Well, that might be going up as a separate video on the YouTube channel. That'll get some subscribers. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's not good singing though. That's definitely not good singing because I've yeah, been because sick good for so long. What YouTube needs. Well, that's true. You can do the remix of it at a later <laughs> date. Then we'll we'll wait to make a separate video until you do the remix. <laughs> remix. Thanks for that, MB. Glad I haven't gotten to sing on camera in a while. Or we might just replace <laughs> the opening credits next week with that. I haven't decided. <laughs> you do you. You do you. I'll be here either way. <laughs> Willie won't be, though. Willie won't be because he's a yeah. slacker. I thought you were about to say a slut. <laughs> I mean, also, I like, <laughs> also, a little, little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. I was going to say Are they aren't mutually me? exclusive, but I'm not I'm not. Shame there's them. no yeah. shame. I'm just saying also a slut. Not necessarily that it's bad that you're a slut, just also that you're a slut. <laughs> this has been an angry tirade by Naki. <laughs> angry. I'm just stating. I'm not shaming you. But don't worry. I'm saying that you're also a slut. There's things not to be angry about, like the fact that the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast is, in fact, part of a network of shows that you can find over at GunnaGeek.com. We've got over 20 different shows, probably close to over 25 different shows now, that cover a variety of geeky and nerdy topics. This includes things like general geek culture, television shows like Arrow and Flash and Game of Thrones. We have a variety of different things there, and each week we try to give you a taste of something different and say, hey, maybe you guys should go check this out. So, Willie... What are we talking about this week? What? I just threw it to you. I'm messing with you. Oh, I see with what you. you did there. I'm not allowed to talk after <laughs> I do up, that. Chris. Shut up, Chris. This week, I am talking about pop culture cosmos. We're talking about the multiverse. Number 48. We're counting down the Marvel movies with our thoughts on each one as we lead into Black Panther. Come as we bring you the latest news and trends in pop culture right here on the Pop Culture Cosmos Show and the PCC Multiverse, which you can listen to today on the Gonna Geek Network. Back to you, Chris. Why, thank for you. For a new car! <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what he's doing, but I like it, so I'm going to allow it. So go check out Pop Culture Cosmos. I still don't want to sorry. So you can go check out Pop Culture Cosmos and all of the other shows that make up the Gunna Geek Network. Just head on over to GunnaGeek.com and click on the network button or go directly to GunnaGeekNetwork.com. But that is going to let us start wrapping things up. And if you've been listening to us for a while, you know we wrap things up with a little bit called What I'm Into. It's our chance to share with you guys who are watching live just what kind of geeky and nerdy things that we've been getting into. So that maybe, just maybe, you might want to go check them out yourselves. So, uh... 
ladies first. Naki, aside from singing us a little ditty there, what have you been getting into? <laughs> sorry, sorry I'm being for butchering your song, and sorry I'm kind of still kind of coughing, so it really wasn't great, but appreciate this, the lyrics. Uh, usually I do the... I, I, act, I actually used to make lyrics on the show pretty regularly, and it's just been a while since I've done it, so I'm going to have to bring that back, I think. Um, <laughs> but anyways, uh, this week has been... Uh, did some Pokemon trading with Willy, helped him, uh, level up some shit. Uh, I actually, uh, have started bringing my DS with me on the bus, so I can, I'll actually have stuff to actually trade with you at some point soon, Willy. I so just gotta- have you actually been playing? You said you brought it with you. Have you yes. been using it? Yes, I've been using okay. it, but I haven't got, I haven't gotten much further or anything like that. The problem is, is that I realized by doing this, I also get motion sickness, so I can only play for like short bursts. <laughs> I got old somewhere in this, guys. Um, we are all over 30 now. It's true. Um, ah, feels good to be young. Up. <laughs> Fucking children. <laughs> <laughs> Being the youngest. <sighs> uh, so, um, anyways, shut up, Willie. Same age as me. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the other highlights of the week. Went to King Spa on Friday up in uh, Niles, Illinois. Uh, for a friend's birthday. Uh, I fucking love that place. I fell asleep in a sauna. Everything was great. Um, yesterday, uh, boyfriend's sister came over and we played a ton of Towerfall and I watched them play Mario Kart and Cuphead uh, and talked a lot of video games there. Um, go, go, Towerfall. Yep, Towerfall's great. Um, the... I have started, so I'm back on my book reading kick. It's been a it's been a little bit with the shift of a new job and stuff like that, but I'm back on my book reading right now. I'm listening to the audiobook of Believe Me by Eddie Izzard. Uh, highly recommended if you're if you're an Eddie Izzard fan. It is not his stand up; it is his autobiography, but it is very funny and it's very emotional in some points. So, um, just a heads up if you're not into an emotional book. But right now. Audible is having, I'm not sponsored, Audible is having a sale where they have 175 books on sale for like less than $5 a piece. So I just went and bought a bunch of books there. Um, If you have any recommendations, especially if it's in that list, let me know. I'm always looking for books. I love books. Books are my favorite. I do have a Um, suggestion for you. I'll get to in my bit. Yay. Um, Then uh, other than that, uh, today is is a day for knitting. I've so I had Monday off, so I made two hats on Monday. This is my 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 regular one, my regular old lady hat. But I also worked on a new pattern, and this is a big old slouchy hat. And it's nice and big, <laughs> and when you put it on, it slouches back. It's all of fashion rage, and that's all. Okay, that's what I got. So I will go next, then. What I've been getting into, I had to go back to work this week, which really sucked, and I'm still getting used to having to go back to work. After going on vacation for so long, but I've been having, I have been playing some games aside from catching up on some of the superhero TV shows that restarted. Picked up Stardew Valley on my Switch the other day, and that oh, was a mistake because <laughs> I'm going to lose all of my free time because it's a great game to sit on the couch and play because I can still pay attention to everything else that's going on around me, but be able to play video games. Also, I have been replaying Halo 5 because I figured why not? I wanted to see how it looked upscaled to 4K with the Xbox One X. And it looks pretty nice, actually. And as I'm playing through the game and the campaign, I'm going, man, when are they going to announce Halo 6? Because I'm really curious to see what they do with it. Yes, I am a Halo fanboy. Sorry, Willie. It's okay. It's okay. It's whatever. 
it is whatever. Um, I will also probably have a uh, Final Fantasy 15 to start playing soon because if you want to play it on PS4 or Xbox One, you can buy it in the red boxes right now for five bucks. So I figured for five bucks, I'd give it a try. And if I didn't like it, I can go trade it into GameStop and get seven bucks store credit. So really net some win there for me. If I don't like Final Fantasy 15, and uh, last thing, a book recommendation. I just picked this up. I've only read like the first 10 pages of it so far. But if you want kind of a good uh, sci-fi kind of book, go check out Sea of Rust by C. Robert Cargill. He's one of the uh, writers on the Doctor Strange movie script, things like that. It's a buck ninety-nine on Kindle right now. So you can Ooh. put the Kindle app on any of your devices. $1.99 just came out recently. It's a little low. It's 380-ish pages, I think. What I have read so far, I really like, so I'm excited by that, and we'll continue to read that and finish, hopefully, at some point. I just haven't been having as much time to read as I want lately, but that's pretty much what I've been getting into. Bachman, how about you? What you been getting into, sir? Um, I've actually been doing a little bit of reading myself. I'm about 80 pages left to go in um, Lonesome Dove. I'm actually reading a Pull a Surprise winner. Big old giant freaking 800 page cowboy story. I'm going to finish that off because I've never read it. I want to rewatch the, the miniseries which I just, I love that movie or pair of movies. And um, I'm also about 300 pages into on my Kindle app on my tablet. I'm reading the infinity trade. I got a free trade paperback for something I did on Amazon. And that was one of the options. And infinity is great. Cause that's the one where Thanos put together the, I think they're called the black order, which are the ones we're going to see in the infinity war, all his badass like kids basically. And the trade that they put together digitally comes with every single like cross promotion title so it's i think it's an 800 page trade paperback of what was a eight issue miniseries so it's a huge huge comic on on the kindle and yeah i'm reading through that one just loving it because i i think i picked up the main story in the comics but i didn't read all the side stories and this one they included all of them so it's freaking giant and then um yeah, I got caught up on all the the superhero shows, including yeah the 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 new Black Lightning, which was fucking fantastic. That show starts off just like at a hundred miles an hour and doesn't slow down, and looks like it's going to be a blast. Um, what was it? Uh, yeah, Agents of Shield has been awesome. Got caught up on the Gifted. Basically, yeah, just tons of great superhero TV. Got I got Hulu working again on my TV, which had been a problem. I was having issues with it with the, my old Blu-ray player wouldn't update. So now that it's working again, I got caught up on Blind Spot and Lucifer, which uh, Lucifer has also been just spectacular. They uh they finally showed um who Tom Willing's character is because everybody saw you know Superman's coming on Lucifer, he's playing the the new uh lieutenant that's in charge of the police precinct, and you got to kind of figure that if they're bringing in Tom Willing as a character, he's going to be something besides just you know the police lieutenant and they finally revealed who he is and it's really freaking cool and so seeing the show going forward there's going to be a lot of tom welling and i think tom ellis is lucifer's real name and seeing those two characters play off of each other is going to be really fun and it's really kind of cool to see tom welling as like a full-grown adult now being not superboy you know he's actually not clark anymore you know you can actually tell that he's a different character and seeing him act in as this character has been really fun because he in no way is like anything you've seen him do on television before. So that's, that's been a really cool show. And then, um, I've been finally getting, uh, lots of hours done on the art desk and getting some Kickstarters ready to go out the door. I haven't been sharing most of these publicly just cause I've been letting the people that get them, see them first. But since all of these are going to get a little more touch ups, I got three of the, 
the final tier of the Kickstarters, mostly colored. So I got Aura Singh, Boba Fett's uh, bounty hunter buddy. That one's pretty much done. Oscar hair is really good. Yeah, that that was what I was working on. I was working on that and Boba mostly last night. I got the uh, one of the people requested a female Darth Revan. So I have Darth Revan removing her mask and got the female underneath. So yeah, the camera's not great for showing the skin tone, but it's a whole lot of layers. That one's been fun. And then yeah, the 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 reason I was glad that Copics don't come with um don't have fumes on them because uh the one I was finishing last night I would have been high as fuck. Because we also had somebody request a colored Boba Fett. And so that one's been the most fun because it's the most colorful. I spent about two hours last night adding color layers on this oh, one. Oh, wow. Yeah. If, if, Copics, really if Copics had, had fumes, I, I might have killed myself last night. So thank God they don't. Because, yeah, I, I was at my art desk long enough. My neck actually hurt. I actually had to get up and leave the art desk and just, like, walk around my condo for a bit listening to a podcast. Just because, like, my neck was cranked in one spot too long. And yeah, it's just 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 painful, painful. But yeah, it, it's all gonna be worth it because yeah, I got a couple more to do after these. But there, yeah, I'm on the final tier. These will be going in the mail sometime this week because yeah, they're all pretty much they're well, those three are at like 95. percent There's a couple touch ups and I want to re ink some parts. But other than that, they're good to go. And I've already sketched the next two, so it's gonna it's gonna be nice to finally have all these done. And if I'm lucky, they might actually be done before the the pacifist Kickstarter starts. So. I can say that I finished my last Kickstarter before I start promoting my next one. Hopefully, <laughs> yeah, that's that would be nice. Well, in all fairness, the 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 art for Pacifist has been done for over a year now. So, or a, no, not quite a year now, about six months. So yeah, so that's that's been delayed not because of me. So I can't be held responsible for that one. Fair that was enough. the business business decision to to go late, and so I think yeah, we're doing that uh, either late February or early March. We'll be announcing the Pacifist Kickstarter. But yeah, by then I will have these bastards done. <laughs> well cool i think that about wraps up what we've all been getting into a uh, friendly reminder there is a bunch of <laughs> <laughs> sorry willie i do it all the time <laughs> i forgot that willie was here i thought he got fired already i wasn't gonna say none i mean i was just gonna sit here and laugh that that worked out <laughs> so willie what have you been getting into since i forgot about you i feel terrible you've been getting into getting fired Chris, you are a son of a bitch. I've been called worse. I've been called that by my mom. All right. First thing, uh, I just looked on Facebook memories to see what the fuck I did seven years ago today. And I did a joke. Apparently, I didn't even get now. I had to look it up. I had to Google this. <laughs> and I felt you had dumb. To Google it? <laughs> I wrote, always, a good, always a good sign. <laughs> I wrote, who wants to be part of the Pen 15 Club? And 15 is spelled out. And I was like, well, I don't get it. Well, why the fuck did I write this uh, seven years ago? Thank you, Hannah, for laughing at it seven years ago. So I had Googled it and instantly, oh, pin 15, the number 15. It looks like penis yeah. altogether. Yeah. yeah. I remember that yeah. joke from third yeah. grade. Yep. 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 Yeah. Apparently, uh, I don't get a third grade joke. <laughs> I might be too, might be too advanced for me. It's, or you're too advanced for it. It could be. I doubt that. Shh. Even I've seen Willie's ID10T form. I've seen Willie's ID10T form. He's not too advanced for it. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Exactly. <laughs> uh, write out ID10T on a piece of paper and put the numbers for ten, not spelled out. I hate you all. <laughs> <laughs> it could be worse. Uh, I could have sent you to go get me a can of liquid bulkhead remover. What? 
<laughs> Navy haziness fun. Uh, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. As a, in, in cook in uh, culinary school, we used to tell the interns to give us a pot of steam. <laughs> nice. Yeah, we we would send uh, new recruits to the electronics divisions where I worked. You'd send them down to engineering to get a bit remover. We need a bit puller because the bit is stuck on this card. <laughs> Did it work? Did people do it? Oh yeah, yeah. And usually the engineers would send them around to other sections of the ship. That oh we don't have it. It's over in this section. Go over there and ask them. Yeah. So sometimes they'd waste half an hour to an hour looking for something that doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> other than that, uh, been playing that Pokemans Naki. Thank you so much for helping me out. And then uh, I did watch two movies this week. People were asking about one of them. But I did watch Happy Death Day, and that was a good one. That was a good. Oh yeah, I finally saw that too. That is a good one. I really I liked how they ask, did that. Is that one? Is that one actually worth watching? It is. It's, it's worth got watching. a. It's got a twist you don't see coming at the very end, which was it was really well made too. I would say I wouldn't buy it, but wait till it streams, or you can rent it for cheap. You know, something like that. I bought it. I'm I'm happy I bought it, but I can see I was like it was like. Eh. I'll buy it eventually. I think it's worth owning. I'm sorry. You saying you didn't pay to see it? No, I rented it. Okay. I didn't. I didn't buy it. I just got it from the red box for a dollar. It was worth a dollar. Uh, and then the other movie that finally came in the mail, and I, I, I had to wait to watch it with some friends because I got Guardians. It's pretty <laughs> much a, a Russian Avengers type movie. Oh my god, this movie! It, it, you have to just watch it with friends and then just make fun of it as it goes. And of course, we watch it dubbed because. Watching it with the mouse not, you know, syncing up with the lips or you know the the words, it was the best. <laughs> we renamed all the characters with the main rock guy. We just called him. Hey, can we just call him Larry? Yeah, let's call him Larry. The big bad guy. He looks like a walking penis testicle, and apparently his weakness is shirts. He doesn't <laughs> like shirts at all. So he's like, he you. hates shirts. He's wearing one right now. He Thank you. Like I say he's more like Robbie Amell. Thank you. Yes, that's. I wasn't talking about you, Willie. God damn it! <laughs> but yeah, oh my god, that movie. I I haven't gone back and watched it just by myself and just enjoying it, but it can't be as good as watching it with friends and just blasting it the entire time. They have one female in the team, and I'm sorry, she does nothing. I don't know <laughs> what it is. She literally does nothing. I don't understand it. Like I don't even understand her powers. Does she wear shirts? Sadly, yes. <laughs> That's probably her superpower is that she wears shirts to defeat the bad guy. She goes invisible, but she said, but only in water. It's weird. And then she says she can control the temperature of her body, but then she gets frozen. It's weird. Like, why don't you just heat up your body? I don't, un- like, I don't understand you. <laughs> yeah, but we just, yeah, we named everybody. Oh, oh, and the best part, the best character in the whole goddamn movie. The motherfucking werebear, who we named because we got Larry, so we and we called him Harry, and then the other guy was Jerry. Very nice. So uh, Willie, yeah, ninja click on that link that MPM sent in the chat room <laughs> and read the sign, please. Do I? It's loading. We have to remember that Willie has shitty internet. That's true. Oh yeah, Low Life Attack is right. I saw Warren Ellis tweeted it out. Uh, they are getting a second season of Castlevania, but since yes, the first season. Was nothing but a fucking pilot chopped up into four episodes. The new eight episodes. I'm wondering if it's actually just going to be two episodes of a show. Because a yeah, that 
that yeah, altogether, I think the first two seasons of Castlevania might actually be one film. <laughs> Will, you don't have to read that. I've just seen if you got it. <laughs> I am Sofa King Stew Head. Are you happy? <laughs> I actually am pretty happy. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to make Chris happy. I, I have true. a low bar of happiness. <laughs> I got something that'll make Chris sad. Oh, no. Well, why do that? Because it's Good. funny. Oh, okay. <laughs> do it, and then we'll wrap the show so, up. I read Artemis, which is the second book by Andy Ware, who wrote The Martian, and it's not good. That's what I've heard. There is sad. I've heard it's not very good. Yeah. Does someone get stuck on the, Saturn or something? Nope. No, no. I mean, it's a. It, oh shit! I forgot I have makeup on. Oh well. Um. So, <laughs> the uh, it, it's about it's basically a, a heist that's on the moon, and I did the audiobook, so it was read by Rosario Dawson, and she does a fantastic job. But he, uh, so the main character now is a woman named Jazz who is Muslim. Um, but they have to keep, em- he keeps emphasizing the fact that she's a woman, where to a point where even one of her lines is, Remember, I'm a woman. Where I was like, <laughs> No. <laughs> Our doorbell is ringing. That's what happens when you swing the pendulum, but the, the writer swings it a little too far the wrong way. Uh, our doorbell is ringing. I'll be right back. Sorry. <laughs> so, on a waggle crotch? Where's Michael Crotch? That's <laughs> <laughs> a good question. Why it's him. He's locked out. out. <laughs> yeah. So while Naki's heading off to do that, friendly reminder, there is a ton of content that the Gunna Geek Network streams live. You can go to our streaming home over at geeks.live. Yes, that is a URL, geeks.live, and see a variety of live content. I believe in about 35 minutes, we'll have Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. streaming, recapping the latest episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., at 6 p.m. tonight will be the Starling Tribune, recapping and covering the most recent episode of Arrow. And finally, tonight at 9 p.m. on Geeks.Live is Pop X Cast. And I forgot to check and see what they're doing tonight, but I'm sure it'll be good because Pop X Cast always puts out some high-quality podcasts. So please, feel free to swing by Geeks.Live and check out some of the other great live content we have. Oh yeah, inside note, tomorrow, 5.45 p.m., uh, Pacific time, 8.45 p.m. Eastern time is the official GunnaGeek.com show. I'm going to plug that because I'm on it, so why not? So head on over to Geeks.Live or my Twitch channel to view it tomorrow night, and please feel free to join in on the chat room. But I think that is going to wrap us up. you guys have any final thoughts for us as we shut this thing down? Fantasy Movie League's got a shakeup going on this weekend. Ooh. Willie's not doing good. He put all his faith oh, well. in the post. I oh, put my I face just- in padding. It, it, it didn't help me much either. I made some quick choices because I forgot all about it until like and five minutes. Go- Gotham City Cineplex got us all with his run of Den of Thieves. Yeah, I think he got a perfect Cineplex. He might have. That's what it's calling for. Yeah, he's he's fifty million above everybody else in the league for this weekend. Like that's insane. But that's uh, Chris, if, if it's all right with you, I might make a call in for my phone next week. Okay. On the on the hangouts. <laughs> and uh, hopefully, hopefully, I'll be holding the trophy of, for the win. For I'll, I'll pop in for like a minute or two. So I will, your, I will send you an phone invite. Has better internet than his house. <laughs> <laughs> I will send you an invite next week sorry, for what? free to drop in. I'm sorry, what was that, Stockman? You being a bastard over there? Yeah, of course. Just a little bit. Just. I think my bit. mom called me that too. <laughs> it's happened to all of us, I'm sure. I mean, if we had a list of everyone that called you that, I mean, we'd be, we'd have to we'd have a whole uh, Bible length uh, pages here. Well, guys, I think that is going to wrap us up. It's generally a sign when the Mormons come to Naki's door that we need to get moving. It's-
What the hell was that? If you want to find out more about that, hang around for the post show, and we will see you all (laughs) next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to this brand new episode of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. Don't forget, we'll be back next Sunday live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, over at live.atgnpodcast.com, channel 3 of the Alpha Geek radio app, and over at our network home at gunnageek.com slash live. If you have any feedback for the show, please contact us atgnpodcast at gunnageek.com on our hotline number at 304-806-ATGN, or even better, go to Twitter and send us a message at atgnpodcast. The music you've heard in this show is produced by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incompetech.com.